Hello sports fans and welcome to this COVID-filled episode of Pub Talk Rugby League. Episode number 71. Well, not COVID technically, but I feel as bad as I would if I had it. I would normally have a beer, but I'm still on light and easy, although... Maybe that's the problem. Your body is your body is rejecting the fact that you're not putting alcohol into it. Might disinfect me a little bit. But anyway, I'm still on light and easy, although this weekend with the principal coming out of Canberra, we, we went out heaps and... <laughs> my diet was on pause. Uh, anyway, I'm Adam. Uh, Joking, welcome. he just celebrated the Raiders win way too hard at the ground. He oh, was mate. there. I had a great time. Really great I had time. a great time at the Raiders win. Anyway, uh, Principal, since you're there, say hello. Hello, I'm sick as well. Not COVID, hopefully. Fingers crossed, but let's just get through this. Eh? And Smokes, we're going to make this a quick one, all right? Because we're both feeling terrible. Clearly you both <laughs> live very unhealthy lifestyles because I feel fantastic. It's probably when we started making out on the weekend. That was probably the we caught it off. Yeah. Well, okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Lovely. <laughs> I, well, I guess the Raiders were up. Was it two hundred and two to four? Is that the message? Oh you look, said? yeah, that's right. It was actually they got that's up to right. five hundred. Actually, at one stage, I missed oh. that photo. Nice, so, <laughs> nice. There you go. The when it happened. Oh, I was thinking that. <laughs> you know <laughs> what a win that was at thirty thirty nine minutes into the first half. <laughs> the uh, scorer decided to. Add a few extra points to the Raiders, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, where was he? Oh, happy days. Yeah, it would have been nice, a couple of those other ones. Even just one point against the Dolphins would have been, you know, a couple of... Would have been good. A couple of those games would have been nice. But anyway, moving on. Mm. Yeah, moving on. Round seven, I watched a few of the games. Uh, Let's get into it. Dolphins and Rabbitohs. Smokes, take us away. It was a pretty... um... I mean, the scoreboard sort of blew out at the end. Seahawks ran away with it, or sort of last bit of the game, but... Um, Dolphins were actually leading fourteen to six or fourteen to four or something at half time and, and were playing really well and um bit of a rough call against them, the, the Campbell Graham try. Um I think it was a push in the back. I think most people thought it was a push in the back, but the person who counted the bunker didn't. Um so it was play on try and and the Rabbitohs sort of ran with that fortune from there. And, and um, look, the thing with the Rabbitohs, when they get on a roll, they are very hard to contain because they've got those players who can just um, really pile on the points very quickly. So, um, yeah, that's sort of how it went. Yeah, Latrell played pretty good in this game as well. But as soon as Rabbitohs started that scoring run in that second half, it was they were too hard to stop. Dolphins actually played really good that first half but just couldn't. Couldn't run with them it's when just the depth got that. at the moment's being really yeah. tested, isn't it? I mean, they, they, yeah. they're putting up a fight, but once a team gets on top of them, it's hard for them. I mean, it'll help them this week. I think they get Kafusi back this week, so that will certainly help stiffen their defence. Yeah, they get him back, but they lost um, Bromwich, Kenny Bromwich this, oh, this right. week. And, and that that didn't help them in the game either, you know, that Simbin mm. as well. But, you know, it, is, it was a, it was a um, late shot. So, yeah. anyway, but Rabbitohs are deserved winners. Yep, pretty much. Yep. All right, then moving on, we've got the Sharks and the Roosters. Ooh, oh, I love where's this Where's the Phantom when you need oh, him? Oh, he's not here. Oh, I'm too busy this week, guys. <laughs> that's right. I swear, I'm too busy. Doesn't show Has up. Has he ever been here after they've lost? <laughs> no. Oh, just wait till yeah, Raiders no, overtake him in a few weeks. Well, this would be one of your favourite games, wouldn't it? Oh, glorious. The glorious Nico Hines destroying the Roosters, showing them what a half should look like with their two sub standard halves the Roosters have. They've dropped one this week and they're in all sorts of trouble. They've picked a dummy half up that isn't really a dummy half. He should be playing probably 13. Can't pass the ball properly. And Roosters are in a world of problems. 
when they start dropping their main half, halfback in, what, round seven? Uh, interesting times. But I think yeah, they made a good choice, actually, this week. Manu should be somewhere that's not centre. He needs to have his hands. He needs to be more involved in their more plays. And yeah, I don't, yeah, I think I don't disagree with that. I mean, he's a yeah. top player. And look, it was an even contest for a long while. The Sharks just ended up winning the, the arm wrestle in the second half and pushed the lead out. And Nico Hines was fantastic, obviously. Um, the Roosters, obviously, they're clearly poorly coached and ill-disciplined. Bunch of mugs. Three sin bins oh, in the one game. Just... Disgusting, Radley appalling behaviour. Radley again. He should be just banned from rugby league. It's just a filthy Surely there's got to be a thing, right? <laughs> if you just get Simbin so many times in a year, like pick a number, that well, you, I think you automatically the, get a suspension. I think he's now the equal most Simbin player in NRL history. But the guy is equal with the cut who it was. Um, Radley's played about 100 games less than him. <laughs> so <laughs> I think he's going to catch him. <laughs> oh, I just, you know, I'm sure he's a nice person outside of footy but man he's dumb on the field I, sometimes I reckon, just I reckon, he, brain I reckon snaps, he's a bit right? of a knob from the sound he gets drunk on airplanes as well and carries <laughs> on like a goose it's like oh big mm. duck Brendan, Brendan Smith got in uh, did a stupid he got, he got thing as well too. in this game yep. he got the bin too for something stupid well, I can't remember what Ill, it was but... ill-disciplined poorly poorly run organisation that one yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what you oh. get phantom when you don't show up yeah, team get, is not defended. Oh, let's let's no, face it. We still hang shit on him even if it was here. Yeah, hundred percent. We just don't have to listen to the defence. That's it, exactly. <laughs> and then I'm going to move us on. Uh, you know what I'm going to call the shock of the the round: Sea Eagles beating the Storm. This was eighteen certainly an upset, but the way they played, they absolutely deserved it. They they controlled Melbourne, and I guess where they got Melbourne, um, which is going to be something that, that will challenge Melbourne when they come up against the best teams this year, is in the forwards, because they've lost so many top forwards. Um, Manly just really, really battered them. I mean, that they, 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 they actually forced a guy off with an HIA from a legitimate hard tackle, rather than just a head clash or a shoulder to the head or something. It's a legitimate bell ringer of a tackle on, um, what's the centre's name? I've forgotten his name. Olam. Justin Olam. Olam. On Justin They're- Olam. There actually won't be a better tackle than that all year. That was just well. That that was reminiscent of that that one from Steve Matai years ago in the Souths. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what I thought. Same time, and 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 that's that's how they won. A Brisbane thing is though, because Melbourne kept it close for so long. You sort of thought, oh, like I think it was twelve eight for ages. And you're sort of like, oh, Melbourne going to sneak it because they're just hanging in there. Are they just going to sneak something? Is Munster going to come up with something crazy? But mainly to their credit, they just kept on kept on um, turning up and and. And they, they, they got the, uh, the, the try that sort of pushed out that lead too far for Melbourne to reel in. So, very strong win yeah. by Manly. And, and there was a bit, of, a, bit of, um, a bit of brouhaha in this game too. Yeah, it was. Um, well, it's uh, sort of gone back to the bins, battle of A lot of Sinbins in this game too. Yeah, it, was, um, it went back to the, the, the classic Battle of Brookvale type of game where they, yeah, they, um, there was a lot of that. I mean, they also, yep. you know, Daly at Cherry Evans... A sort of securities nomination for an Oscar. Oh, he's some fantastic. Of those, some of that carry on. I just want to see him do a different type of, type of Moraine's jersey later this year. That'd be fantastic. Oh, if you can pull that kind man. of uh, performance off. When I saw him on the field, I was like, oh, he's gone. He's not going to play again for the rest of the year. And then he, got some, get, he gets a penalty. Next thing you know, he's up, up laughing. Yeah, Keep back there. Then next thing you know, it happens again. He's on the field. Looks like he's done for the year again and he's yep. back up again so but he's just well got done, remarkable dude. ability to recover from injury quickly yeah 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 maybe all right 
Uh, moving on, New Zealand versus Cowboys. Oh, uh, New Zealand. Oh, Cowboys are so bad. I don't know what's They're happening, so but they had so much ball. They had enough ball to win two games. And their attackers, is like, there's certain guys who I think are really trying and other guys who are just not backing up what they did last year. Uh, like, for example, I think, um, I think Tommy Dearden's trying really hard for them. I think um, Valentine Holmes, I mean, he's always a quality player. There's a few guys that just haven't stepped up. Um, and the Warriors, again, they just continue to, to go from strength to strength. I mean, they've only lost two games this year. They're, they're running, I think, equal second on the ladder. And they were very good. They had to defend for long periods of that game, especially in the second half. And, and they were able to stay strong and, and come up with the win. So, and they were missing some key players. Like Tamari Martin didn't play. So Sean Johnson had to, had to really fill the void. And, and they were very good. Oh, man, I miss Chansey at the Raiders. Oh, he's been he so good, good for the yeah. Warriors. Now he's injury you know free. What? He's playing good again, isn't he? And you know what? You'd mentioned the defence, right? That was in 2019 when they got to the grand final. He was fullback and he organised that the yeah. line so well. Yeah, That's true. what like he was credited with that whole defensive structure for the Raiders. Mm. How well he organised it, and um, he's doing really well there as well. And even in attack as well, he's played excellent this whole year. So yeah, it's a great pickup. But man, I wish he was still playing for the Raiders. Yeah, no, he was. He's been very good for them this year. I must agree. All right, and then the, another one from Saturday. Knights narrowly lost to the Panthers by one point. Now, I hear that after this game, the entire Novocastrian police force were on the lookout for a bunch of thieves because they were robbed. They were fucking robbed, man. That was a joke. That, that uh, let's just go straight to it. I mean, forget, like, great effort by the Knights, took the Premiers right to the death and lost in Golden Point, okay? And when it came to Golden Point, the set that Penrith played to get the field goal was his textbook, what a Premiership winning team does. They rolled up the field, got to 30 metres out from their one set of six and took the shot at field goal. Expertly done. But fair dinkum, the hair pull penalty. Seriously. It is, it's, yeah, we'll that, that is just the worst... That's nearly worse than the Tapaua penalty. I'm sorry. That's up there. It's up there with it. And it had a huge influence on the game. The Knights are up 14 to 8. That penalty occurs. Two tackles later, it's 14 all. I mean, it had a direct influence on that game. Um, yeah, it was just disappointing because they, they really, with all the injuries the Knights have had, they really stuck it to them. And, and I think they are the better team. And unfortunately, they, they walk away with nothing. So, yeah. Anyway. What do you think, Principal? Yeah, I think ridiculous penalty. Should I didn't see a lot of the game. Have gotten a penalty, or should he have? Uh, no, nah, <laughs> uh, you know, there's been some hair pulls where you can tell it's intentional, right? But like, he was just grabbing onto his whatever to try and pull it. It wasn't like he was aiming for the hair. It was just, you know, he's grabbing the back and the jersey. The first the, grab, the he's collar. grabbed the back of the jersey, and in doing that, happened to grab a handful of hair as well. It's like, well, if the hair's there. And I, look, and whilst I don't necessarily agree to it to this point, there's a lot of former players who have come out and said, you know what, you can grab an arm, you can grab a leg, you can grab a shoulder, why can't you grab hair? It's part of their body. I don't necessarily think you should go that far, but I can understand their point. So you're going to wear your hair long. It was interesting, NRL, NRL 360 saying in the NFL, anything that goes below your, your name on your back is fair game. So if you hair pull in the NFL is actually not not a penalty if you you know if they have it out past their helmet it's you know for this probably this reason so 
Yeah, it's a bit of an odd one. It doesn't really come up that often, but, you know, I'm sure Luo um, will be having his hair out, maybe growing a bit longer, just seeing if oh, he can sneak it. a few extra that's penalties. It. And you know what? There's probably a lot of players who'd love to grab his hair and f***ing pull it too, because he's such a little wanker. Going back to last year now. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe just that little bit of the bleach bit, just rip just, back. Just, <laughs> oh, just like, give it a good, give it a good yank. Oh, All right, Smokes, time to talk about your Broncos. Let's oh, go. You know what? They won. That's about it. I, I don't think we were very good at all in this game. And, and look, we're quite often like this against the Titans. There's so many times that we just, for whatever reason, whenever we play the Titans, whether we win or lose, we, we seem to forget that we're supposed to tackle and, and stop points from being scored. Like, that, they do this regularly and... Look, in the second half, we certainly turned it around quite a lot. So we were down 14-10 at half time. So we won the second half um, uh, 33-12, which is, you know, quite a strong effort. But, um, yeah, I just thought that I just thought we were a bit lazy in the first half. I thought we were worse, and worse in that game than we were the week before for, for, for most of it. Once we clicked, it was, it was fine. And Reese Walsh was very, very good in the second half, got heavily involved and... Um, uh, Ezra Mam scored a try and set one up I, I thought he was going to be in for a better game Which is good And Payne Huss again Just, just carrying that Broncos pack at the moment um, Just metres galore the, the guy's in the best form of his career It's, um, you know So look, I, I think it's good that we got back onto the winners list But I don't think it was a necessarily a great performance Alright, and then on to Sunday's games uh, Raiders won to the Dragons Principal and myself were at the game had a great time down in Canberra. Had a great time. Took the kids. They were into it. It was, um, I'm going to pretty much repeat Smokes' uh, previous statement. It was a win. It was a shocking. <laughs> <laughs> that first half of footy was one of the worst yeah, halves I've ever seen. It was, what, 4-0 at half time, But, man, yeah. it was a painful game. You know, both teams are pretty crappy. And um, probably the biggest feature was Jack Widen's. Probably the, the worst game I've ever seen him play. That was... Shocking. He actually nearly gave the Dragons that game with that. You know, they're up by Got eight, back, I think it? it was, or six. Yeah. And, um, you know, they were they were making ground. He didn't need to throw the intercept pass. And Croker was probably, he was about half a metre away from the sideline anyway. And he went for this um, spectacular cutout. Not even a cutout pass, just a pass. But um, the intercept nearly changed that game and then gave St George that last opportunity to um, to tie it up. Just lucky that, I don't know what Ben Hunt was thinking. Maybe he thought he had a few extra tackles, but that last play was pretty yeah, shocking like as well. Short Summed up the game, up wasn't the it? It was oh, a bit weird. Just for a ki- you think you'd have, you have to put a kick in there, but or if you were going to um, go short, then you at least had to have your forward know that okay, I'm going to go short to you, but you need to spin in the tackle, and, and I'll be on the runaround sort of thing. But it was just a bit of a weird, yeah, weird play. Yeah, it was they, just a um, weird game. That, that both teams are just as bad as each other. Really, it was Hudson Young. I mean, he saved it for the Raiders with that steal and ran sort of, you know, three quarters of the length yeah, of the field to right. score. Yeah, that point, it was, that was, um, it was a four-point game, wasn't it? And that, that sort of, yeah. even with the intercepts that came after from Whiten's pass, I mean, that, that gave you the breathing room you needed. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, so that's, that's all you can really say. It was a win. It's a win. <laughs> especially go, I mean, especially going to the bye, they needed that win. After the Broncos, I mean, they went, they went from playing a fantastic game and, a really well thought out game against the Broncos to, I don't know, it was nearly a perfect case of resting on their laurels and so just sometimes think it's going to happen. Sometimes be a bit of a come down from that, a bit of a bring down. Yeah. Like after you get yourself up for a top team, 
it can be very difficult to get to that that same height again, especially when you haven't been there all year. So they're not used to playing at that yeah. level every week yet. So, uh, but look, so as I you said, the going into a bye, yeah. it's like a four point game basically. So it's yeah, pretty yeah. important. Really helps. So that was good and. Happy to go away. Happy to drive back from Canberra, which is very rare these days because I often go down and I drive back after a loss and it's a very long drive back. <laughs> That's to like, Sydney. oh, shit. But <laughs> yeah. It, it felt much better when I stopped to get my Maccas halfway. I saw all the Dragon yep. supporters drowning their sorrows in their Big Macs and I was sitting there with a victory, a victory like, yep. Sunday. <laughs> Victory yep. chocolate Sunday. Yeah, just... Real winners eat Big Macs. Yeah, you can that's have it. your quarter pounders. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then Eels, Bulldogs. Didn't, uh, Eels didn't watch any Bulldogs. of it. I watched this in the car on the way back, actually, on the drive back to Sydney, but it was um, Bulldogs played pretty average, really. Oh they had a few chances. I don't know played... Oh, Parramatta played great. I think the Bulldogs have got so many guys out. It's a pretty weak team at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, it was, you know, Reed Marnie's still trying his hardest. That, that was the one thing I noticed, but, yeah, they're just struggling a bit. Yeah. Well, at the end of round seven, Principal, you almost had a perfect round. What? Drag, uh, Raiders winning and Roosters losing. Top, you know, like, you were who would have thought the Storm number. would cost you a perfect round? But, yeah, the Storm. I know, that you believe it? One. But, look, I told you I was coming back um, and... Easily a phantom. Look at the phantom. I should maybe I'm over, have I overtaken him yet? Got to get be getting close. I'll get to that. Uh, so principal got seven out of eight. I got six. Smokes got five, and phantom got three. Uh, for the year round, uh, what do we got? Twenty nine. Yep, principal Ooh. and phantom both on twenty nine. You can catch up to smokes, smokes now too. Four and I'm on thirty seven. Oh, look at these yeah. couple of raiders so, yeah, wins. Definitely. You're definitely rocketing up there. I don't even have a Raiders team that I have to tip this week, so I've already got That's one that true. I don't You're lose. not going to lose a point. Roosters. Oh, the Dragons are specials this week anyway, so I'm gonna, I'd always tip them. But anyway, moving All on. Right. Uh, moving on to some news. Uh, Jack Whiten breaks silence on bombshell origin call amid speculation of Freddie Riff. Oh, oh this, this is... This, yeah, go this on. is so weird. This whole thing is just, you know... Trying the contract, like, you know, seeing what's out there um, when the Raiders have offered him massive money. Now he's finished, you know, retired from the representative football as well. It's, um, it seems very odd. I think there's a lot going on. I think the way he played and what he's been saying, I reckon he's already made a decision to leave the Raiders. And I reckon that this is all, it's... This is all part of it. I think, you know, maybe that was part of his manager's thing. I don't know, maybe I'm just reading too much into it, but I'm thinking... You know, it's he's worth a lot. It's worth probably a little bit extra to the Dolphins if he's not going to play Origin. I mean, he was never a lock in for that anyway. But it's um, I don't know. It's all all a bit weird. This whole thing, and even weirder, he said he's going to make the decision in two weeks. In the next couple of weeks, interestingly, they played the Dolphins in in a week and a half's time, oh, yeah. and um, he wouldn't make the decision before he played the Dolphins. So yeah, I think it's very weird. This. What do you think, Smokes? I mean, each of these things individually happening is not so strange. The fact that it's all sort of happened within two or three weeks, like, oh, going to go on the open market. Canberra have offered me this over $1 million a season deal, which I haven't agreed to yet. And the Dolphins, like Wayne Minutes, very vocally come out and said, yeah, we'll we'll offer him a million plus. And now I'm not playing Origin anymore. I've decided to quit. No, it's not not because of Freddie or or anything like that. It's just... um, just because I, I I want to devote my prospects to winning a premiership and yeah, but he keeps know. saying that, which is it's so funny. He keeps saying he wants to win a premiership, and 
look, let's face it, Raiders, you know, they, you know, if they could make a couple of good signings next year, they're going to have a lot of money in the cap with Croker retiring and things like that. But, you know, going to the Dolphins, they're still not going to win a premiership. I, I, I can't see them winning a premiership it's, in four it's years. It's unlikely It's going to be really hard. Um, in the next two or three years at the very least. Yeah, I can't see them getting it. I mean, they'll, they'll yeah. gradually improve, but... Um, Which makes me really worried that I can just see him go to... I don't know. Maybe there's another team that is keeping it very close to their chest, but well, this whole thing is very weird. Well, the dropped their halfback to reserve grade. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> I mean... I'd, that would I would never watch another NRL game again if you went to the Roosters. I reckon I reckon That'll you be... would I reckon you would it if that you, you, I would and you know what would be funny be it'd be funny to listen to Phantom just change his tune about oh, him. Oh, he's a great oh, player I've always I love loved him, him. I love him I've no, always loved yeah, him I'd delete I'd delete the Phantom's number out of my phone block him no I don't know it's very very weird, but I'm looking forward to this being over. Putting it in the yeah, one way or another, you need it done with because if he's going, you need to put your yeah. money elsewhere. Well, he's my he's my favourite player as well. So it's, you know, when you got like you know, you think you want him to be a Raider for you know his whole career, which he really sh- should be with the money they're offering. But you know, we'll see. Well, if he turns it down, um, yeah, I mean, it could be interesting there because you would think if he turns it down and signs with another club, the NRL will be very prudent with reviewing that contract because if he's been offered 1.1 to stay at his current club that he's been with his, for his whole career and say the Dolphins end up signing him for 900 they're going to look at it and say hang on what, what's what's the story here like this doesn't add up like yeah, yeah. yeah so who knows interesting times ahead Mm. Moving on back to the uh, hair pulling penalty, I just don't know what else the referee could have done. NRL defends hair pulling penalty. This is because Graham Annesley is soft, and I, I honestly don't understand the point of his little press conference, media conference he does every week. Because all he does is defends all these disgraceful decisions and comes up with ridiculous reasoning for it. Oh, well, he grabbed his hair and pulled it. It was an accident. But what else is the ref supposed to do? The ref is supposed to see that the player was clearly grabbing the jersey and his hair just happened to be resting up against his jersey because he's a long-haired git. So maybe just accept the fact that the referee should... Maybe just call it out and say the referee should have said play on, which is exactly what he should have done. Um, the story also talks about how there's been so many sin binnings this year. There's been 44 after seven rounds, which is an extra 16 compared to this time last year. There was, last year was quite a lot of sin bins too. So um, it's happening. I don't mind it so much that, that uh, if it's going to get some of the rubbish out of the game, I actually don't mind it. If, if they, so long as they don't do this and then all of a sudden just back off and stop doing it, because then it's like, well, what was the point? Like... I mean, what I would say, what I've noticed, and, and this is, I believe this is probably tactical, like the Broncos have not had one class in bin this year. And it's not a case of, oh, the Broncos have been lucky, the refs just haven't picked up. It's because the Broncos haven't committed the type of fouls this year that would warrant a sin bin. And they're leading the competition. They're the only team who's only had one loss uh, and because they have not had to deal with any periods of the games where they're down a player. So... Perhaps it's a tactical thing by Kevy saying, hey, let's just make sure we don't do this sh-. Let the other teams keep getting sin bins and we'll t- keep taking advantage of it. So I don't mind the sin bin stuff, but the hair pulling was garbage. It was, I agree. But I mean, these sin bins, I love it. I actually love it. I think it actually adds something to the game when, you know, you've got 10 minutes without a player and, you know, it's 
some of the stupid stuff that's, you know, taking players out after the, they pass the ball. You deserve it. Like, I don't even care. You just deserve to be in the symbiote. It's just unnecessary stuff. Like, just stupid things. And I love the crackdown on some of these other things. You know, just get it out. I mean, Raiders had two. I think same play got symbiote twice for the Raiders on the weekend. Um, Hudson Young, but... You know, he's he was a bit like that. He he'll play to the play absolute the extreme level. And, and, yeah, and plays that's, on the, that's edge the and... risk you take. I mean, like if they if they pull it off, fantastic, yeah. and it's great for your team. If they don't, well, you you wear the consequences. And it is interesting yeah. to see which teams handle the um, being a player down better than others, and and which teams seem to capitalise really well when they've got a a one man advantage. They they had some stats the other day that that showed how the teams had gone when they've had the player advantage and how they've gone without it. And I think um, in terms of having the advantage, the Broncos on average are scoring 12 points in that 10-minute period where they're up against a 12-man team. I think it's because we've got such a fast back line. So if we get up against a 12-man team, well, we did it against the Titans on the weekend. We scored 14 points when um, yeah. Tino was sent to the bin. Uh, so Someone like a Reese take... Walsh. Yeah. Yep, Reece and that's Walsh. it. He's a Someone guy like him Walsh. is too fast. And, and he's, he set up one of the tries while, we were, while they were down yeah. 12. Um, he, yeah. So, yeah, yeah it, 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 show, it makes a, a big difference. Um, uh, but I, I'm sort of for that. But, yeah, if it, oh, I don't want to keep talking about the hair pull because it just – it honestly just uh, – it's it just – and I know it's going to sound petty, because like it, it was against Penrith. It's like, well, they don't need they don't need the extra help. They don't need the extra assistance from the refs. They're a good enough team, and like when they get leg ups like that, it's very frustrating for fans when they see that. So, anyway, all right, moving on to our last news article here: loyalty goes out the window when you lose. Calls grow louder for Blues to act. So they well. so get rid of long haired git and bring in the the wet flowing. Hair of Nico Hines, eh? <laughs> the dashing, slick cut. It's, got, it's a little bit easier Shire to boy. Uh, grab his hair, but you know. Um, yeah, look. What do you reckon, Principal? Well, you're, you're the Blues fan here. Oh, there's no way Luai should play based on form. He's been pretty average this year. He's been, it's probably been hidden in a great team and you've got Cleary next to him. I don't think he's played that well and Hines is killing it. And I think... I reckon some of the stuff that Lua did probably last year anyway, I don't think it was great to have in your team. Like, you know, some of this, so you'd remember some of the stuff standing over people, you know, when someone's knocked yeah, down. Yeah, it wasn't a good I look. think, I reckon uh, Hines would probably add something. Lua is good at running and supporting plays and just being there at the right time. Hines can actually create something, I think. Like, he's he's been the transformation of that Sharks team. Yeah. And he's he's been the person that's making things happen. And, um, you know, Cleary has an off game. You've got someone like Nico Hines that could actually turn the game. So I really hope he is. He is um, 5'8". And, you know, he said he hates Queensland. That's awesome. Well, I was He's just following he... Gal's footsteps and now well, he just needs to start punching Munster in the face like Gallon did to Miles and Nate Miles a few, all those years back. And well, that, that's it. Just really I mean, start it's, something. It's interesting. I wonder if, like, he's come out because, you know, I'm, I'm not suggesting he's not passionate for New South Wales. Of course he is. And... Or whether I just wonder if he's thinking a bit here because he's coming out and said, "I hate Queensland. I hate nothing more than Queensland around Origin time. I absolutely want that five eight jersey, and I want to take on Queensland." The guy who had his five, who has the five eight spot at the moment is Luai. Who who did he play for in the World Cup again? Oh, that's right, Samoa. 
Yeah, that's a good point. I forgot about so that. So am yeah. I. So how passionate can he be about his hatred for Queensland when he won't even play for Australia? He plays for Samoa. Um, Great look, point. I think, I think I'm Very full. Point. Absolutely, Nico Hines. He was the player of the year last year. Um, he's yep. The games he's played for the Sharks way. this year, by he's been... Way. Yeah, by a long way. And he's not too far down the leaderboard considering he missed the first, what, three games, I think? Yeah. Um, he's, yep. he's come, he's, since he's come in, I mean, he... I'm, I'm sure he polled maximum points in both of the wins that he's been a part of, and he probably got a couple of points in the, the game they lost against the Warriors because it was a close game. Um, absolutely. Um, however, I fully expect that New South Wales will stick with Luai because he partners Nathan Cleary at Penrith in the halves, and I yep. think they're going to stick with him. But as a Queensland fan, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think... I'd... I'd, I'd... I have no faith in Brad Fittler's ability to pick a Origin team after last year's picking. Um, what's his name? I can't remember the Cronulla winger. Um, oh, um, whatever his Talakai. name is. Talakai. Talakai. Yeah. Instead of putting someone like White, they did nothing. Um, mm. But I think he's trying to save his job. Essentially, this time he's lost two out of three well, series. It. You think you'd be putting all your big guns in and having someone that could actually win the game and not relying on just one player. Clearly, can be shut down in Origin. Queensland have got the players that can do it. And um, I think, yeah, Hines will give you that extra option. Yeah. But anyway, we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised either. Leaning your way, I can see Luai still being there. Mm. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. And then moving on, um, I'm assuming everyone lost their beer. I was very close. If I had said Ezra Mann, uh, Mann to try involvements, because he had a try assist and scored a try. If I just made that little clarification, I would have won that bet. Uh, anyway, we'll try to be. So we're all to beers. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so, principal, you got a beer bet for him? Ah, uh, yes. Oh, he's Anzac, Day Mir- Anzac Day miracle. The Dragons will beat the Roosters. <laughs> Come from nowhere after the, one of the worst games they've played. Ben Hunt will make up for it, being man of the match. That's not part of my beer bet. Just, just Dragons winning. Yeah, but um, I love I your optimism. How many beers? <laughs> Four. And look, oh. Roosters have lost one, right? And they've dropped their half back. Yeah. But I reckon dra- Dragons play good on Anzac Day. They, they generally do. It's a little have, bit of a different game. They do it's have very good game. matches. So look, I don't think it's <coughs> outside the realms of possibility for it to happen, but I will take your bet. And I'm going to assume yeah. that, that Phantom will take the bet as well quietly. I'm sure he will. Um, in, um, did we say we're going to make up a oh, bet for will. Phantom? Yes, we Since will. Since he's not coming? For Phantom. All right, so you're right. All right, my bet will be... Oh, it might not seem too outrageous, but I'm just going to go with it. Dolphins, to prove they're the second best team in Queensland with a 13-plus victory over the Titans. Mm. Bear in mind, the Titans did flog them in the last trial before the season started. Yeah, I'm going to take it, but, you know, only because Titans played reasonably well in that first half against the Broncos. Yeah. But... I wouldn't be surprised. Titans. I, I'm kind good. of expecting the Dolphins to win one to twelve, actually. <laughs> but I'll go the thirteen plus just as a yeah. Um, do we get to make Phantoms be a bit? Ah, we do. We do. Okay, okay. I let's think do so. it. Well, uh, something Roosters related, I guess. Yeah, Roosters related. How We're about do... how about uh... Roosters? How about his, maybe his boyfriend Joseph Suali'i to score a hat trick. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, I and think. I'll take it. Four beers, I'll take oh, it. Oh, we'll take it. I'll I'm generously the spelling, take the bet. But I have no idea how to spell it. 
dear, oh dear. All right, and then we're on to <coughs> round eight. Uh, Anzac okay, Day right, weekend, right? I'm bit of a weird, weird setup because yeah. obviously we play the games and then there's a nothing on Monday, but then Tuesday a couple of games. So, did you boys wisely take the Monday off work? I'm going to because half my office has. Yeah, so. I, I, I did. I got in about a month ago and said, "No, I'm not going in for one day and then take an Anzac Day." I got to You got to love the school holidays, school terms. And, and, and we we get another we get another um oh it'll be a pupil free day or something is it yeah um, yeah. We get uh, another long weekend the following weekend because we get a public holiday first Monday of May. So, yeah, two long weekends in a row. Happy days. All right. Uh, Rabbitohs Panthers. Oh, I've been going back and forth on this one. Um, the problem is every time I tip the Rabbits against the Panthers, I get made to look a fool. So I will go with Penrith. But it's because I want the Rabbitohs to win. So I'm hoping reverse psychology here. So I'll go Penrith. North Panthers. All right. Uh, Principal? Oh, I'm the same. I have no idea, but I'm going to go Rabbitohs. Panthers weren't that great last week. I hope you're right. All right. So do I. Panthers are the favourites. So yeah, they, they would ones. be favourites. And yeah. then uh, Broncos, Eels, Smokes, I'm assuming. I think the Broncos are going to have a really, really strong performance. In some. We get Corey Oates back um, and uh, Tom Flegler's back. So pretty much the 17 we've got in, assuming they all play, is our strongest 17, so no excuses. And principal? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a bit torn on this one as well. Uh, Eels have got like a five-day turnaround, so I'm going to go Broncos just because of that. Um, but That's I, a good point I don't know. too, I reckon, actually, the five-day turnaround. Yeah, like I reckon Broncos, they played pretty average on that in that first half against Titans. They were off the game against the Raiders, so... It could be close, I think. This, uh, mm. uh, yeah, interesting to see this one. No idea, really. Broncos are definitely the favourites in that one. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Um, all right, Bulldogs and Sharks. Uh, I think it could be yeah, Sharks. Yeah, Sharks. Right? Sharks by a lot. Yeah, Sharks by a lot. All right, <laughs> and then Cowboys, Knights. Principal, who are you tipping? Uh, yeah, Knights. Shark, uh, Cowboys are shocking at the moment, and they've lost Tamalolo as well. I saw that. and four, I think, Four to um, six weeks. I think uh, Kalen Pong is back as well. Uh, as yeah, is, uh, yeah. The Saifi brother who was out injured. I still yeah. don't know. <clears throat> right, so, it's a Cowboys home ground. Uh, guessing that's why they've got yeah, the they've advantage. They've been the, the, so, the favorite, they've been but... so poor. I'm going to give them one more yeah. chance, the Cowboys. I'm going to I'm going to base it on... The Knights might be a bit flat after putting so much in against Penrith and coming up with nothing. I'm pretty sure you gave him one last chance last week. I know, I'm stupid, aren't I? I shouldn't give him <laughs> this, this will be the last All right. chance, though. Uh, Dolphins, Titans. Principal, who you it? Uh, I'm going to go Dolphins. Is that Redcliffe or Suncorp, this one? Uh, I think it's Suncorp, yeah. Yeah, I'll go Dolphins. It, again, who knows? Dolphins you are the favourite. You never know what Titans are going to do. And, well, but it Dolphins could be a really high-scoring game. That. Could be a really high-scoring game. Yeah, because the the works, um, fins, oh, fins up, fins up, baby. Yeah, um, fins up. All right, uh, West Tigers. Smokes, 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 Smokes,
uh, what's it, Adam Dewey or whatever his name is, out for 18 to 24 months. I saw injured that. that I saw same something knee. saying he's going to be out for at least 16 months. So they obviously found yeah. multiple injuries or something, did they? Well, so he's had three ACLs but on the same knee, so apparently that uh, gets harder. Each time it's like longer it's, it's not as, yeah. yeah, so it's, when I read that, I was like... That, that's he's, he's out for best pretty much fight. all of next season, too. Yeah, it's going to be most of it. It's going to be... Sl- they're always be slow August to come back or from September that as well. at the earliest. And let's face it, Tigers won't be playing in September, so... Um, yeah. Well, oh, wow. that's what happened to Camp- Terry Campisi had that same oh, thing. Oh, he had that he, problem, too. He, yeah. he, it was the same knee, just event- and he never came back. Yeah, it was just it. too much for him, and he yeah. got too slow, and uh, yeah, it's yeah, that's to, right, that's right. Yeah, no, it's really yeah. shattering. No impetus anymore. All right, no. Let's move on. Uh, Roosters Dragons, Principal Heat Tipper. The Dragons, the Mighty Red V. I'd love to see the Mighty Red V. I'm looking forward to watching this Anzac Day. Couple of beers in the afternoon. Watching the smokes. Who tipping? Oh, I'm going to tip the Roosters, but go the Mighty Dragons. I hope they win, but head says Roosters. They don't lose three in a row often. All right. And then our last game, uh, Storm versus New Zealand Warriors. Spokes. This was tougher to pick than I thought. I've gone the Storm because they're at home, but the Warriors take them up, take them on up front, they're a chance. Principal, who you tipping? Um, yeah, I'm going to go Storm, but I would not be surprised if, if this is a really close game. Warriors playing good. And traditionally, in this again, this game... Has been pretty close. New Zealand have had a always had close games. I've from memory watching these. It's usually pretty close, but Melbourne win tonight, so. most of them. Yeah, I think the Dragons Roosters is a bit more split. But um, yeah, yeah. Melbourne usually still find a way to get home in there. <coughs> All right. Uh, well, stop on the favourites, so I'm tipping them. Uh, and that brings us to the end of this week's episode of Pub Talk Rugby League. Uh, thank you for listening. You can find us on Facebook. The, pub, the group is called Pub Talk Rugby League Podcast. And uh, uh, that's it. I'm done. I'm sick. I'm going back I to I want to see the Raiders right. scorecard on that po- on that Facebook page, boys. Yep. 202 yeah, to 4. Uh, biggest I'll win in Rugby there. League history. Biggest and you win, were there yeah. to witness there. it. Magnificent. Uh, glorious. Yeah, right. Glorious. <laughs> I, I focused more on the scoreboard than the game. Probably. <laughs> like, it's probably more it interesting. Took, it, it took him a good 10 minutes. It took them a good 10 minutes to fix the problem. So, and it just it. got worse. Like, it kept going up. And I was, I was like, well, this is fun. So anyway, there's probably 10 minutes. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> but anyway, I can't even say good, go the Raiders this week. Just go just, the Raiders. Just enjoy Hopefully. the week off. Oh, enjoy look, the two you, know, I would, you say that, but I'm just hoping nothing stupid happens when they're having a bit of a rest and they all go go away for a little bit of time. About a bit of run through the camp. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we'll be ruled out next well, week. I'd just be happy if they stay at the nightclubs and stuff and they don't. Oh, yeah. Just stay home, yeah. boys. Watch the footy. Yeah, please. Have an Anzac right. Day barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> it's not one of those dragons barbecues. No, not one of them. No. No. <laughs> no, city boys. All right. We've dribbled for long enough, but let's go. Guys and rest, fellas. Bye. Go the mighty Broncos. Back where we belong.